0: so I greet you all in the name of God God Elohim the plurality of God and God Yahweh the I am that I am God Adonai Master and Lord and God El Shaddai the all sufficient nursing mother God Yadiyah the unity and singleness of God for God is one Emmanuel, God with us. God, Elohim, God eternal. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob. God, Lord, Jesus Christ. Born Jesus, the Son of God. Anointed the Christ and raised the Lord. Right throughout the New Testament, in the teachings of Jesus and of the epistles, there is a common thread, and the phrase keeps popping up in different ways, this age and the age to come. This age and the age to come. And in the first chapter of the letter to Galatians, Paul says we thank God who has delivered us from this present age. And the reason this age is present is because it hasn't got a future. And so there has been word this morning about changing perspective. Because it's very natural for us to be related to and focused on this age. But the biblical believer is not focused on this age, as we've already heard. And, and, and so we've, we've been through the story of the expectations of infant to child to, to youth and to school and bigger school and leaving school and getting married and having a baby and the expectations, getting promotion, retirement, the the looking forward. And, and, And so... In Europe, they're waiting to find out what the answer to Brexit is. Break up of the common market or not. There are some people who are chewing their hearts about how to move the members of the spring box, fly half to scrum half and all that I've heard, passionate, worry about all that stuff. global warming, expropriation of land. What's going to happen? Looking forward. Now, we are moving on Tuesday. We're moving to Shorten's in Belito for a year. <coughs> and when we, we sell our Living Stones property, Shirley is going to build us a little cottage next to her. Hopefully, we will never get there. Because biblical Christians are not worried about going to Belito or what happens in Europe or what happens to the Springboks or what happens to Julius meneva Biblical Christians are focused, as it says in Titus chapter 2, on the blessed hope and glorious appearing that 's the focus, and we 've had it ministered already. This slide is an any relevance it 's all going to burn it 's very short the, in corinthians and uh, two Corinthians four and five. You've you've got the distinction between this age and the age to come is this age is temporary. The age to come is eternal. And the trouble and the tension and confusion in the the soul is that those ages overlap, as Derek Morphew taught us. That the age to come started when Jesus came. And this age ends when he comes back. And we're caught between the two. And in spirit, we've already gone. But in in soul, we've sort of gone, and then we're here, and then when the anointed worship, we've gone. <coughs> so So that's why Christians are peculiar people. But we did sing about the living hope, didn't we? We sang about the living hope. That blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior. That's what it's all about. It doesn't matter who wins the election. It doesn't even matter who wins the cricket, believe it or not. We've got a blessed hope. A very happy, ecstatic hope. The most exciting, exhilarating, intoxicating, mind-blowing experience of a believer is to get rid of this mortal body and to be released into what the American Standard Version says, life that is life. It describes eternal life, which is, which is the interpretation of most scriptures. In the New American Revised, so it says, and then life that is life. Life that is real life. And, and so John the Apostle said, those who have Jesus have life. And those who do not have Jesus, they're not alive. God doesn't think that people who don't have Jesus are alive at all. Dark. Darkness. Blessed hope. Think of the, you know, the egg timer and the hourglass and the sand. There's very few grains left we might not get home for lunch. <laughs> I told you about the preacher who got his elders together and said, I want you to be honest and stop being pious and tell me, do you expect Jesus to come tonight? And they, they admitted that they didn't. And he says, I'm preaching on the scripture, which says he's coming when he's not expected." So it is written in the word of God. Man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. If you don't believe it, poke the bri. And Jane and I have been married 55 years. We've never considered divorce, but murder's another question. <laughs> but this last six months have been terrible. I never saw it coming. It has been hell uh, and tension. My goodness me. And I've always kept away from the sort of intricacies of lavatorial systems. But boy, oh boy. Do I know, know, know. And Jane came, she's been to three hospitals, and she came back from the Hillcrest Hospital, and, and uh, the, the medical statement was no further treatment. They'd done all they could. And there were a plethora of doctors. When I saw what was being paid to medical aid, goodness me, no further treatment. And so Shirley Ann said, I think I told you last week, Shirley Ann said, well, how long have we got? Weeks, months? She said, no, days. She came home to die within a few days. And (coughs) she was as white as a sheet, there was no sign of life in her, no sign of breath. She was there. And being a man of action and things, I got hold of Val and we arranged the funeral. I ordered the coffin. I ordered the, I got the, the coffin, me made of hardboard. And I got some Koki pens. I was going to write scriptures all over the coffin and all that stuff. We ordered the flowers, and then she started breathing. She changed, and her colour came back to the cream colour of the ward. And uh, uh, Peter Warren has been watching the process, and he says this is beyond the explanation of medical science. And she said, Carers, nappies. Deary me. Man is born to trouble as the sparks fly outward. Oh, 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 oh. My goodness me. When God's Word says, you know, the fruit of the Spirit is long suffering. It's long suffering. She's been brave. Wow, oh, she's been brave. <laughs> ah, my goodness me. We're on the move because my legs can't handle the steps up to the heart. So in time I've walked from here back to, my, to the bottom steps, <laughs> I feel I've done the marathon. We're looking for the blessed hope. I, I, I've, <coughs> I've got a real issue with the Lord Jesus I'm beginning to think sometimes the Lord Jesus is not very biblical. Uh, I've got a very brilliant revelation, a theological explanation, eschatological system. It's brilliant. It, everything fits perfectly. But Jesus has totally screwed the whole thing up by not turning up before. Let's be very careful before we try to box God. I've been doing so for many years, he doesn't fit. In Margie Schleier's Bible study group, the Holy Spirit, has restrained us from trying to box God into our tidy theological systems. He just will not fit. They are all valid, and they are all flawed. And they are all Incomplete. But bits of them are valid. They're not exhaustive, but bits of them are valid. So we can hear. And the patterns laid down in Scripture for the gathering of the church. It's to declare our love and blessing as we have this morning. It's been wonderful. But it's also to hear the voice of God. Yes, through the preacher and the teacher. But also from every one. A song. A revelation. A tongue, an interpretation. A word of knowledge, a word of Wisdom. that the gathering of the people of God in biblical terms is to hear the voice of God from within the body. And and, and there are apostolic prophets and teachers who who go and, and, and build up the communities and teach them to listen to the voice of God, which is why it's so wonderful this morning we had some be still and know that I am God. And so it says in Psalm 131, "I have quietened my soul like a weaned child. And the picture is of the weaned child sitting next to the mother, unperturbed about when the next meal is coming, quietened my soul, and not grasping for the breast. And, and that is the rest of which we've heard. God's in control. He will not confine himself to our theologies, and my daughter, our daughter, Jacqueline, is now ordained a full priest in the Anglican system. And I pray for every day, Lord, you have warned us that our traditions make the Word of God ineffective. So church tradition has a tendency to negate and contradict and d- disconnect the Word of God because of our cultures, our traditions, our expectations of what church should be like. So it's back to the word, and listen to the word and watch the gap between our traditions. And and the word. Greeks, you have the guru, and he tells the students what the answers are. In the Hebrew system, which is God's system, the rabbi asks the students what the answers are and tells them to go and find it. Search the scriptures to see whether these things can be said. This is an aside as I leave. Encourage you to participate. Beloved, the shorter your contribution, the more brilliant it is. You see that people say the Lord has said to me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. What the Lord has said is one, two, three. That doesn't seem to make sense, so we have to put all the rest in. And we smother the revelation with the dust of our rationalities. I'm talking about landing. How does the preacher land? we've, We've watched many speakers from this podium circling. Circling the landing strip and going through points one, two, three, four, five, six, seven again. And then I want and as I was saying, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And, and then finally he gets down to earth and says, Let us pray and goes through the whole lot all over again. <laughs> Could we now turn, please, to Isaiah chapter 11. And let's glimpse some of the details of the blessed hope. Isaiah chapter 11, after the first bit, where it starts talking about the kingdom. Have we got Isaiah 11? I meant to warn you, I'm sorry about that. Hmm? No, 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 no. After a bit about supplication and stuff, where it says... Isaiah 11. There we are. Uh, uh, uh. Verse. What's that verse there? The wolf. The wolf. Six. Verse six. Go on to verse six. <laughs> verse six. There we are. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb. The leopard shall lie defanged, devenomed, de-taloned. It's us too. The kid and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together. The little child shall lead them. The animal kingdom shall be the herbivores. Can we go on? The cow and the bear shall feed their young ones. They shall lie down together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox. Next. And the sucking child shall play on the hole of the asp. This is, this is the blessed home. It's the new heaven and the new earth. The weaned child shall put his hand in the adder's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be filled with, be full of the knowledge of Jehovah as the waters cover the sea. Amen.